Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 69 of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. There's, I'm your host, Steve Fountas, with Eric Santos. Right before we got started, he was telling me how pumped he was for this show with Run DMC in the King of Rock. The King of Rock what? The King of Rock who? Oh, so good. Okay, we're good. You got those ri- those rhymes? We're good. Those we, bars? We're good. We got a lot to get well, to. It's it been easy, a while. We got a lot to get. We have a lot to get it's to. It's going to be a two-hour show. It might be. It might be an all-day-long show. Uh, like I said, guys, this is going to be about WrestleMania 2000, but in addition to WrestleMania 2000, WrestleMania All Day Long, which was a special pay-per-view event that the WWF did for pay-per-view buyers. You could pay an extra 15 bucks and get WrestleMania All Day Long. Mm-hmm. I got a copy of it recently. I watched it, went over the eight hours or worth of discs that I have on there. Worth of what? Discs, dicks, whatever. <laughs> All right. To go through it, and we'll talk all about that, as well as a few other things going on in our lives, and why it's been so long since we've had a show. It's been like two and a half weeks. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at PPW Podcast. That's where you can find all of our interactions, all the show information, tweets. You'll find my new latest wrestling obsessions. I'm getting VHS tapes. I'm, I kind of hit like a hot streak of getting tapes, so mm-hmm. it's been pretty cool. I recently got what I'm calling my white whale, or one of my white whales. I got King of the Ring 93. Still in the shrink wrap. It's open, but still in the shrink wrap. So very, very cool. I was pretty pumped to get that at a good price because, as we all know, here at the PPW Podcast, retail, <laughs> retail is, is for suckers. For suckers. Uh, and if you want to listen to us, if you're depending on how you're listening to us now, you might have just saw us on the Twitter feed, but we're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. It'll feed right into it. Just search Positively Pro Wrestling. You want to support the show, head to whatamaneuver.net, pick up a t-shirt. Eric's in over a new design, which is kind of spoiled, about the Coliseum video-ish parody design, which I will try to put up in the next couple weeks or so. There is a little bit of a setup fee with What a Maneuver, but I will get that up for you guys if you're interested. If you are, let me know, because I still have to pay a setup fee, so I don't want to pay it if no one's going to buy this t-shirt. Uh, send me a note, pbwpadcast <laughs> on Twitter. Is it, like, monthly? No, it's just one time. It's one time, like... Whatever fee. Oh, okay. It's high. I mean, they have to make money. I mean, they take the cut of the t-shirt, but they still have to make yeah, money. Yeah, right. The, the, they're good quality t-shirts, too. I was kind of wondering if why couldn't we just have like 10 different t-shirts, but there's, I didn't know there was a setup fee for each there, one. Yeah, there's other sites you can do it, but it's kind of like like Cafe Press and like, yeah, and like yeah. it's kind of a pain to do. I don't really trust the quality of those shirts. Mm-hmm. And these go, the these help What a Maneuver, which is a good company and it helps us. Uh, what a Maneuvers does other podcasts. They do the fully posable podcast stuff. They just released a new shirt based on the uh, AWA logo. It's very, very cool. Make sure you're following those guys at Fully Posable and pick up one of their their T-shirts. I need to get me a sweatshirt for WrestleMania this year because it's going to be chilly out there in April. You when, bet. When at the Fully Posable meetup. So Fully Posable, guys, let's get some details on that. And one more thing, if you could leave us a review on iTunes, that would be appreciated. It helps more people see the show. 
Uh, really appreciate everybody sticking with us these past couple of weeks. We seem to have gaps every once in a while. Most of you guys know I have two kids, and they're both one's three, one's almost four months old now, so that takes up a lot of my time. Uh, we've been sick here. I dealt with that, and also I we, was sick too. Yeah, you were sick, and we dealt with a uh, polar vortex where it was negative twenty-two actual temperature, negative fifty wind chill here. Yeah, one of my pipes froze in the house. Uh, luckily, I caught it. And for those who aren't aware of cold weather, how big of a deal that is, if your pipes freeze, they can burst and mm-hmm. cause quite a big problem, as you would imagine. And you just got this house. Exactly. Well, luckily what it was, was my upstairs bathroom, my wife goes, hey, the sink's not turning on. I'm like, oh, crap. So I go up there and, you know, I, I'm following the pipes in my basement up to it. And I find it, how it goes through. And basically there's a bookshelf over here on the far wall and that's where the pipes are they're behind it and luckily that bookshelf comes off the wall it's built in mm-hmm. so you go behind the wall you it's pretty simple you just take a blow dryer a heat gun and, and heat the pipes up so the water the ice melts but the problem was was the the pipe was all the way up the stairs we're in the basement i have a split level house this is technically the fourth level of the house and going all the way up there i eventually found behind the bathroom wall in my daughter's closet is where the pipes were and we had to cut a hole in the drywall to get to it mm-hmm. But it was kind of my fault because if I would have left the closet doors open, it wouldn't have been cold behind there. Yeah. And if I would have let the water drip, it wouldn't have done it. So it was my fault. But we got to it. The pipes didn't burst. Something to know, know for next year as now, a homeowner. Now I know. Now the next polar vortex, I know that this what to do. <laughs> You'll forget. I, you're right. I probably will. Uh, a couple other things. Um, uh, the WrestleMania access tickets went on sale. And I normally don't do the VIP stuff, but I recently bought the access VIP set for Bailey and Sasha. One, it's a good deal. Retails for suckers. Two for the price of one. You got to get that. And I think I'm going to get a pair of replica belt sign, the tag belts, the kids' toy belts for both my kids, mm-hmm. my both my daughters, two Molly, two Penny, from Sasha and Bailey. Put them up on the wall down here in their little toy area in the basement. Think it'd be pretty cool. When they get older, they're like, Dad, these aren't the title belts that they have. They don't make them yet. I'm just saying, when they get older, they're going to ask so you. So what? what you're going to say, look, ladies, <laughs> they didn't make the damn belts. No, what, what I'll tell them is these are the belts I bought from Toys R Us when they went out of business. So this is a, re- a relic like, from a toy store. What is Toys R Us? It was a store that didn't adapt to times, took on too much debt, and over, were overpriced compared to everybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bought too much junk, too. Pretty much, exactly. Um yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it going on. Oh, also, last week we were supposed to have Carrie on to talk about his Rumble experience. I was really bummed we didn't get to work out because my kid was sick, and he was coming back from Arizona in the middle of moving to Hawaii permanently. Mm-hmm. So like, schedules are pretty crazy. But he is going to come back on again to do our WrestleMania traveling tips pre-show. A lot of people like that last year if you're going to Mania for the first time. Lots of information for you guys for tips and tricks on access and Everything in, in WrestleMania, in the Hall of Fame, Reflocon, all that stuff, the whole Mania experience. From Friday to Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's Thursday. You get there Thursday now. That's when that, all that stuff starts. I am getting there late. Originally, my flight was Friday morning at like 5 a.m. And I'm like, I'm going to have to get up like 3. I found a flight the night before mm-hmm. at like 9.50 at night. So I'm just going to do that and get a hotel by the airport for the night before I started. So I figured that'd be... Be better for everything to go faster for. Do you have your itinerary set? Yes. So here's my itinerary for anybody that wants to meet up with me. I'm sure. I mean, we're all we've all been talking on Twitter. I know a few guys like Hova's talked to me. We talked about meeting up at WrestleCon. Uh, KP and DC, Kalijah, him and I are going to try to work out a deal where we both want to get an HBK autograph. But the way it's set up at WrestleCon, it's every year at WrestleCon. It's our I think because he partners our video and this is how they set it up. 
you can't just buy one. They make you buy combos. And a combo for HBK is 150 bucks. I'm like, I don't need a bunch of autographs. I don't need photos. So him and I are going to split that and each get an autograph. I think I'm going to get this WrestleMania 14 Michaels poster signed because I've just, I was originally going to get like Austin, Michaels, try to get Tyson to sign it. Mm-hmm. This is for those who don't know the WrestleMania 14 basically box art. But I think I've decided that I think I like one signature per item better. I think that's kind of like going to be my thing going forward ever since I got the Halloween Havoc tape signed with the Dungeon Doom and Bischoff. <laughs> yeah. Like that, I, that's okay because of how ridiculous that is. Yeah. But I think all my other stuff, I'm going to stick to one per Are you I'm sure? Have, yeah, because I want Michaels to sign really big on the WrestleMania logo in a silver pen, like a silver paint pen. I think it would look cool. But you got Tyson and Stone Cold. Yeah, that's true. But I'm, like Mike Tyson charges like 300 bucks for an autograph, so I'm never going to pay that, period. I met Stone Cold last year. I had some my turnbuckle. He was going to sign my second item, but I, okay. uh, Hassan, or uh, he, the, the Slakester, you can find him, uh, Slakester TV on YouTube, he convinced me. He's like, get a picture, man. He's like, I did double autographs. He's like, you, you want a picture. And I'm so happy I did. I've got a big grin on my face. My wife's like, you didn't smile that much at our <laughs> wedding pictures when you met Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. We, all right, I'm rambling. Got a lot going on. Uh, I think that was it. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry, my itinerary. About WrestleMania. Yeah. So here's my plan. Right Thursday night. Uh, f- set Friday, I'm staying actually at the WrestleCon Hotel. So if you're at, it's at the New York Hilton. So if you're at WrestleCon, I'll be there. Uh, I will be, the plan is on Friday to drop my bags off at the hotel, hit up, (laughs) access is in like the worst place. It's in Brooklyn, but it's on like a pier, like at a pier. Mm -hmm. So getting there is kind of a pain. So I'm going to be at, uh, uh, or access on Friday starting at about noon to whenever meet do the VIP, the VIP thing starts at one. So I'll be around access from like probably noon to three and noon access to the superstore. Then I am going to head back. To my hotel, drop my stuff off, try to grab some food, head back on the train to the Barclays Center for NXT. So I'm going to NXT. Then I'll be wherever. I'll be around bars all night on Friday in Manhattan, not in Brooklyn. I'm going to go back to my hotel because all the bars in New York open until 4 a.m. So good stuff. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There's a, there's a few Irish bars right by my hotel, so I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, Saturday is going to be WrestleCon, and hopefully the meet up with some of the fully posable guys and whoever else wants to meet up. Uh, my buddy Jeff lives out in New York. I'm trying to meet up with him. And also after WrestleCon, the only thing I'm going to do that night is a New Japan ROH show at Madison Square Garden. Okay. And then party up and then leave on Sunday. I'm not going to Mania unless I get a free ticket somehow. Even then, it's like going to depend on weather because if it's cold, I'm not sitting out in the cold. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, but that's it. Yeah, and then I'm heading back. You'll have a hoodie. Maybe. Yeah, ho- hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully I will. That's my itinerary. So hit me up on Twitter, PPW Podcast. I will be there in WrestleMania. I'll be around. Six foot four, tall. He'll be lank- in the area. Six foot four, tall, lanky. Probably will have socks hat. Yeah, probably a socks hat, black glass, um, you know, nerd glasses. I've got. I've been having these for years. <laughs> Everybody has them. Pretty much. Everyone has them now. Back yeah. in the day, they didn't. Um, Maybe some skinny jeans, Chuck Taylors, and a PPW podcast T-shirt. It's kind of my look, <laughs> and, and just a uh, a look of confusion. No, I'm, I know what's going on. You know where you're at. Usually, in New York. Usually, okay. usually, usually, I do. I'll, I'll let you. I'll, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. That's the main reason I'm going. Again. Are you going to go live on no. Twitter? No, I'll tweet. I'll live tweet. But oh, like there's a video? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to drain my battery. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not going to do a podcast recording or anything. Last year, I met up with uh, Dan from the Ringside Podcast, but meet, probably meet up with him again. And he did a recording. It was fun to do a post-mania show with him. But mm-hmm. for me, I told him, like, you know, I'm here just to have fun. I'm not here to do – not that this isn't fun, yeah. but there still is work involved. It's right. not necessarily like real work, but 
this WrestleMania all day thing. <laughs> it was some work. <clears throat> so are you going to cover the all day or? Yes. You just- so here's, here's the plan for the show. Uh, we are going to split this into two parts. I'm going to go over the WrestleMania all day first. Okay. And you're going to kind of ask questions as you have, because you didn't see any of it. Correct. And then we're going to go into the show itself, WrestleMania and kind of, just typical stuff we do with, with lookbacks. It's not necessarily going to be a breakdown of match by match. It's going to be what we thought, memories associated with this, put us back in ourselves at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's why we had you play the King of Rock. Well, I decided to play. That's it. true. You're trying to talk over it. All right. Before we get, <laughs> before we get into the show, let's hear our, our, our trivia question from Collector Derek. Trivia question of the week from Collector Derek. We got. No, this isn't the trivia question oh, song. Oh, I'm sorry. You know the trivia question song. Come on. I do know the trivia question song, and I do have the question for you. Do you know how to talk to a microphone? or? Well, I'm trying to look at my phone, too. So okay. if you just hold on a second, I didn't know you were going to throw this on me. Yeah, we only do a show every two weeks. I know, but I, I don't know when you're going to ask me to do the question. Okay, there we go. We got the uh, trivia question of the week from at Collector Derek. The winner right. of the first ever PPW podcast raffle for the oh, yeah? Rumble. He won. He had number 10 in the Rumble, so he won Seth Rollins. He won a couple figures. Good for oh, him. Oh, cool. All right, so this is your question. Can you name the two superstars who competed in the first interpromotional match after WCW was purchased by the WWF? It took place on July 9th, 2001, episode of Raw. Well, this is not my heyday, so I don't know. Um I know the first match of WCW guys was Booker T versus Buff Bagwell. Mm-hmm. The infamous, like, terrible match that killed yeah. WCW off. <laughs> Almost killed uh, Buff Bagwell. Almost. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's Because uh, it's not my... I, this, I, I have no reference point of this. I wasn't oh, watching at the time. Okay. I was kind of in and out. Like, yeah. I would just watch probably SmackDown. I didn't really watch Raw or the pay-per-views that much. It was Booker T versus Kurt Angle for the WCW World Title. Cool. There you go. <laughs> Congrats, Collector Jack. You stumped me by cheating. I got to put some criteria on this. You, like no, just, just ninety-two to ninety-five. Basic, no, like basically, <laughs> it could be like eighty-eight to like ninety-nine. Okay, <laughs> it's like eleven years. Okay, let's get started here. WrestleMania all day for, again for those who don't know. This was April 2nd, 2000. WrestleMania All Day was a special add-on you can buy for an extra 15 bucks, and you would get on your pay-per-view channel All Day Wrestling. And it was just highlights of past manias and interviews and all this fun stuff. So this starts off with a, a pretty great intro video. If you can find it on YouTube, check it out. It's got hilarious little anecdotes that we like. It's got, Remember that kid in WrestleMania 7 who was like crying the Macho Man yeah. versus or, with the goofy hat yeah they show him in like yeah. the intro video like oh awesome so it starts how can you not love that kid I mean everybody he's the original yeah. cosplayer and that uh, they the show pu- the, that puffy cheeked woman yeah they show her la- and, they show her crying in the face yes they show all that stuff puffy cheeked woman <laughs> that's her name uh, sorry show I'm gonna this is gonna be a little bit of rapid fire because if no one's ever seen this it's kind of hard to, to tell but it starts off with Michael Cole and Ivory are our, our hosts. They're at the convention center where Access is going to be, and no one's in there yet. Uh, Kevin Kelly and Lillian Garcia are in the arena, the empty arena of the Anaheim Ponds. So no one's in there yet. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It starts off with uh, Vince McMahon, Gerald Briscoe, and the Fink talking Mania 1. Then they show highlights of the first Mania with matches and things like that. Uh, we go back to Michael Cole and Ivory. 
just it's it's a, this the format of this show is a lot of Colin Ivory, Kevin Kelly and guest or Leila Garcia and guest back to highlights and it's a lot of that. So so it's not really like the whole WrestleMania one going into the whole WrestleMania two. No, that would take that would be WrestleMania all month. That <laughs> would be all. Well, day. I don't know. It is. They they go from mania. They go chronological order. They go from mania to mania. Mm-hmm. Just uh, like some of the best matches, or just yeah, highlights. Yeah, they highlights of the best matches. So okay. they'll do the best match and they'll kind of splice it up a little bit, and then they'll show the highlights of the event overall. And there's a lot of Vince McMahon talking head talking about stuff. All the things like that you hear probably were very cool novelty at the time. Yeah. But since then, in shoot interviews and, and everything else, we've heard all these stories before. Oh, okay. Speaking of that, did you hear your boy DDP on uh, Jericho's podcast? No, I don't listen to Jericho anymore. <laughs> well, guess what? Uh, DDP told the same story about Macho Man putting him well, over. Of course he did. <laughs> at, at Spring Stampede <laughs> and about him calling him in Thanksgiving. Yep. Of why course you, he did. Why don't you listen to Jericho anymore? He's just annoying. You just like done? A, no, because all he does is talk about himself now and AEW, and I don't know. I'm not into it. Yeah. Okay. Either way, you'd be happy to know a DDP <laughs> told those stories. I'm glad. I, well, he was on Jericho before and told the story. He's told the like story a couple years every ago. single podcast he's ever been yeah. on. I love it. You put him over, can't thank him enough, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Told like, him about his Hall of Fame it. speech. <laughs> yeah. He'd be uh, nowhere without Savage. We get it. Uh and the, the diamond stud. Then we've got a few and more. the diamond doll. Yes, it's Kimberly. <laughs> we've got a few more things. Uh, Leilani versus Randy Richter highlights. How it's the main event, which is cool for the main event. Like, they spent a lot more time on WrestleMania 1, I found, than other events. Yeah. And what was cool with this first main event was they showed mainstream clips of Mr. T got, Hogan and him hosting SNL, stuff like that. Total total sidebar on this. Yeah. Um, Wendy Richter, I didn't realize that she was, like, one of the first screw jobs. Like she got screwed out of the title, right? I, she, didn't, I didn't know that. Well, I saw something on the YouTube or on the network. I'm like, holy crap! <laughs> you know, we know about that. Our friends at the Our Vantage Point Podcast, OVP Podcast, they corrected us a few times on our show a couple weeks ago. Okay. So make sure to f- they they are like the kings of, of vintage wrestling. They'll know gotcha. all that stuff. OVP right. Podcast, follow those guys and listen to them, please. Uh, Mania Two overview. Mania Two, nothing crazy. But uh, then Fabulous Moolah joins Ivory and Michael Cole at the convention center. So think of it now how they have like on the network WrestleMania acts like from the convention, the access. That's what basically what it is, but no mm-hmm. one's there yet. So it's kind of cool. They're in like an empty arena, uh, just kind of going over everything. Then we have a bunch of clips of guys talking about how the WrestleMania is the Super Bowl, how important it is. Go over WrestleMania three, all the same stuff we've heard before. Oh, we couldn't believe we were going to do it, but I believe in Vince McMahon. You know, a mm-hmm. lot again. Very cool at the time, but not nothing crazy new here. Then we're back at Access, and Michael Cole... Is it called Access? Or yes, is it? it's okay. called Access. Right. And Michael Cole is at a wrestling figure boot with a Jax rep. Ooh-wee. First off, Cole gets... he, he They've got LJN figures in a case. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, here we got the newest Jax. And I'm like, whoa, Michael Cole. <laughs> and the Jax lady's like... Pump oh. the brakes. <laughs> the Jax lady's like, oh, no, these aren't real. These are the old ones. And let's go over here. And they go to the Hasbros. And they're like, wah, wah. In the Hasbro case, they're mint on card. Ooh. Like a ton of them, just mint. These are before these damn things skyrocketed through the roof in value. Yeah. Uh, then they do a talk about a real scan, like real scan technology was a thing back then. They like say how breaking it is, and they show like a little clip about getting real scan for the figures. There's a tribute to Andre because Andre's dead. Uh, then we go to an interview with Lillian Garcia talking to the cat. We'll get to her segment on WrestleMania 2000 later. Yeah. 
and WrestleMania 4 and 5. This was the first time they have a fan fest. They go over that with uh, Basil DeVito. And Basil DeVito's got a book, uh, The Official Insider Story to WrestleMania. Highly recommend, guys. Check it out if you can find that one. And he's got like a lot of inside stuff about that. Basil DeVito's book. Check that out. And then Bruce Pritchard shows up, which is kind of cool to see him because of his status now, talking about yeah. his segment with Piper. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this is all still at Access. And by this point, everyone's been let in, so you're kind of getting a little loud in the background. Uh, Vince McMahon talks about Hogan, how important he is to Mania, which is kind of weird because, you know, this is 2000, WCW's still around. They're still kind of rivaling with them. Uh, Ivory's in the production truck, and they test the pyro in the empty arena. So you get to see that, which That's is cool. kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Then we talk Mania 6 and 7, and Sergeant Slaughter shows up with a full Fu Manchu to talk Mania 7. <laughs> Says his only regret. He's like, we were going to get 108,000 people. Like, no, you weren't, Sarge. You're still pushing that narrative. wasn't going to happen. Uh, then again, a quick recap of Mania 8. The- That's a hell of a story. What? Well, how they had to switch venues and this and that, and they were supposed to sell out so many, and they went to a... a well, they, they weren't going to sell it out. They like eight weeks out. They had seventeen thousand tickets sold yeah. or something like that. No, I'm they, just saying that's a hell of a story. That they had to move it. That they failed so well, badly. Well, that's why. That's why they. Oh, that they made it up so bad. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that next up, so at Mania Nine, they show like a little documentary portion of it that no one like of the base of the making of the WrestleMania Nine set mm-hmm. and the production of the Caesar Palace theme. This wasn't ever seen before up until the making of the uh, the True Story of WrestleMania Blu-ray set, which is actually also on the network. If you ever want to watch the True Story of WrestleMania, it's a really good documentary on the network. I suggest you watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Have you seen it? I may have. Okay. When uh, it was on DVD. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But this actually has stuff that's not in there. This is stuff I've never seen before. Okay. It's got them rig- like bringing up the, the overhang of the ring. It's got Macho Man going for rehearsal. It's got... Uh, it's got a bunch of cool stuff that I've never ever seen before. It's got all the hillbilly like roadies and riggers putting stuff up with their cool. mullets and all that. It's, it's it's a pretty cool little thing. And then uh, Michael Cole and Ivory are now outside the Arrowhead Pond. Fans are starting to line up. And more recaps of Mania 10, 11, and 12. And then we see, uh, this is what at least is new to me, footage of FanFest from WrestleMania 10. I've seen footage of it before on the WrestleMania 10 Coliseum video and on the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. but this is like new stuff I've never seen before, just the clips they have. And it was pretty cool just to see this stuff that I've seen so much stuff. I've never seen it before. It was really cool. And then WrestleMania 12 recap, Pat Patterson talks about Triple H's debut, about Austin's debut, and Triple H is there talking about, you know, we really felt it coming on. We knew we were there. I'm like, get the hell out of here. You jobbed the war. You're on six seconds. You didn't know what you were going to do. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. <laughs> And then, and then it just keeps going now with the recaps of the last few manias. And because they were so recent, there's nothing really extra to talk about with them. Yeah. And this leads right into the pay-per-view. So I kind of skimmed over this relatively quick. Keep in mind, in between all these recaps, they're showing like two or three matches from those pay-per-views. Yeah. So it, it would take a while. But if I was a kid, didn't have the network, you know, unless you get the tapes, you're not going to watch these these things ever. It'd, it'd be a dream come true for me to do. Now I you could do oh, WrestleMania. Sure. Yeah. You could do WrestleMania all day yourself now if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I do every year. Like if I'm home, <laughs> I, the network yeah. goes on, or, or my tapes go on, or DVDs or whatever. Yeah. And we watch Manias all day. <clears throat> it's WrestleMania all day here at the Fountas Residence. So that's all I got for the WrestleMania all day. It was a lot to watch. I bet. You said eight hours? I didn't watch all eight hours. I okay. skipped over most of those matches because like, gotcha. I've seen them a million yeah. times. But ooh, it's it's. I'm very happy I have it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back later and like kind of detail some of the stuff that I might have skimmed over, but I liked it a lot. I've also, this is off topic a little bit, I thought about starting a second show that's like a, a sister show that, that will be on the same feed of this called Steve Thoughts because I have so many things mm-hmm. like just I want to talk about like for like 10 minutes and not a full show. I just like I would talk about like the King of the Ring 93 Bret Hart crown <laughs> and like my thoughts on that, yeah. like what he was wearing and how ridiculous it was. Just a little. So it's like a Jerry Springer, like thought of the show or thought of the day. Jerry, like, what was it called? Be kind to each other. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know what got me here? I'm going to play uh, what what kind of the, the Steve thoughts came into my head. Here it is. For fans of The Office, you'll uh, you'll listen to it. Check it out. Creed from the office when he started a blog. <laughs> That'd be my, my website, Creed Thoughts. Check it out. <sighs> cool. Yeah, cool. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to re- piggyback this show. It's not going to piggyback. It would just be like a random thing. It wouldn't be, it would just be, I'd throw it out there oh, random, okay. whenever I had a thought. I, if I had time to record it, <laughs> I would just do That's it. That's why you want to get your little mobile device. Yeah, kind so you of. You be on like the bus or the car. You just... Yeah, no, where do I take the bus? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Like if I want to review Hogan Knows Best episode six, I yeah. can talk about them. You I like just to be upstairs. You're like, you know what? This is going to be a good Steve thought. Yeah, not going to do my So if you want to hear the Steve thoughts, let me know. PBW podcast. <laughs> I won't make a new Twitter account. If you're, if you're going to do Hogan Knows Best and random like cool stuff like that, then go for it. Okay, okay. I appreciate the support. <laughs> okay, WrestleMania 2000. Get your notes ready because we're about to break down this bitch. Break it down. Dun, 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 dun. The King of Rock. What? The King of Rock. Who? The first thing I noticed with this WrestleMania intro was the belt. Like, you know, talking about the belt and all, and the, the four McMahons and the WWF title. The last shot is is of the Winged Eagle title in the intro video. Did you notice that? It's not the the, the Attitude Era belt. It's the Winged Eagle title. You know what? I I honestly don't remember what year this was, so I didn't notice. You don't it. remember what year WrestleMania two thousand was? I remember. Okay, WrestleMania two thousand. Yes, I remember. But you don't remember what two, you, <laughs> this is what happens. 2000 confuses me with like WrestleMania 20. So I, I honestly forget what year it was, even though 2000 is in the title. So what I was thinking <laughs> when JR was talking about it, he said WrestleMania, the 16th on TV. I'm like, the 16th, it's the 20th. I'm like, oh, no, that's not the 20th. This is 2000. I, I'm always confused by it. Don't ask me why. It's just the numbers. <laughs> okay. No dark match for this show. Opening matchup before, but before we get started in the in the breakdowns, did you watch this show live when you were a kid? When you would have been, I, I remember 18, watching nineteen it. or eighteen. I remember watching it. Okay, because I would have been sixteen. Yeah, so you would have been eighteen or nine, probably nineteen. I Maybe would have been nineteen two thousand. I would have been twenty nineteen twenty twenty one or twenty two. Really? Okay. Yeah. So then maybe I was seventeen, sixteen or seventeen. Um. I remember we ordered this at a friend Rob's house and we had, so my friend Rob had a, we were going to watch it either in his room or like he had like a spare like bedroom yeah. that was like the TV room. And then there's a living room and like his mom and dad, like just watch it in the spare room. Cause they had, they had a bigger TV. We're like, Ooh, we get to watch it in the bigger TV. Yeah. And we got there early. It was me my friend Rob, my friend Brandon and Brandon had just kind of started getting into wrestling. And we were all like hundred percent convinced that the rock was going to win. Mm-hmm. The championship, except for Brandon wanted Triple H to win. 
because he just thought he was badass. And we're like, no way he's going to win. No way he's going to win. He was going to retain. Rock's going to win. I remember being pumped that my friend's mom like said she'd order it because my mom wasn't going to order it for yeah. us. So she's like, yeah, you guys come over, and I think we get pizza or something like that. You know, it's just simple times. You go back to your buddy's house. You get the pizza. You yeah. watch some WrestleMania. I remember Doesn't get the, any better than the that. WrestleMania 2000 game came out, so I remember being excited about this pay-per-view because of the game. And it still had like the same uh, engine for the WCW and yeah. Yo game. So, I but was, it was WWF. So it's yeah, like, oh my god, I loved it. I remember Bull Buchanan. I remember China. Hold on, you, like, I, just, first like, I remember Bull Buchanan. Well, I do because Nobody after watching this, I remember Bull Buchanan and the Boss Man. So it was just brought back like all these memories that I totally forgot about as I was watching this. I was also watched this. I want to say live at my buddy Anthony's house. He. We had like a TV in the basement uh-huh. and uh, we would, you know, drink beer. We were probably 21 <laughs> or, or 20, but we would have, you know, his dad's Miller lights and order a, a pizza. I mean, we were, yeah, maybe his girlfriend and two other people were there, but I don't remember. I just remember being there and watching this. So I wouldn't, wouldn't say I was like watching every second of it because with friends, you kind of go outside conversations, and this yeah. and that, but it's kind of playing and it, it was just so much fun to rewatch. And then I rewatched it again tonight. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, re- like the wrestling, with the exception of like maybe one match, no, two matches, I'll say, it's not like off the charts. Yeah. But it is just like a really cool event because of how into the crowd is, how over some stuff is, which we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I can't believe this was so crazy over. Yeah. But yeah, I remember we were just, it's just, it takes you back to you got no responsibilities. You got not, you know, you got your part time. I mean, you probably had maybe you had a, you know, a full time job. No, full time. I was at yeah. uh, service merchandise. Yeah, you know, I had a part time job. You know, you know, chucking you know crock pots <laughs> on the floor, <laughs> service merchandise. Yeah, and messing around and no, no, I don't care in the world. Making my six nope. bucks an hour was just pumped to do it. The only the bum, the only bummer would have been I got to go to school on Monday. You know, it's yep. Sunday. It happened on a Sunday. But other than that, man, it's it was a great time. Great time for sure, and we'll never go back. Never. I mean, as long as there's the network, we can go back in our minds. Yeah. The next time there's a next time there's like a wrestling event set up where my my wife and kids are running around, you're gonna come over and order a pizza, get some Miller Lite, and just just uh, crack that open and watch it. Wear some IOU uh, sweatshirts. You must have been rich. <laughs> but, I, well, I had one. I would. I was probably. I mean, that was probably the phase. I was like a weird in between phase. Because, like, I've always, pretty much from the time I was, like, 17 till now, yeah, my style's just been, like, like emo punk rock skitty kid type of thing. Like, I'd wear, like, band shirts and then wrestling I've shirts. I've always been the whatever. same way. I just remember yeah. wanting the shirt because everybody had it. But I only had one, and I hardly wore it. But, like, what I was saying is, like, <clears throat> I got, there was a weird phase during a time where I like, I'm like, well, maybe I'm just going to go try to be like everybody else and fit in. Like, there's an Abercrombie and Fitch was big and mm-hmm. like Structure and yeah, American Eagle. And I was buying like, wearing that stuff, you know, and like cargo pants. Yeah. I'm like, man, what I look like? And like Doc Martens or whatever. I'm like, but like, not like the cool boot Doc Martens, like like dress Doc. <laughs> man, I'm yeah. like, like an idiot, you know? But right. no. I've always had blue jeans, band shirts, flannels. <laughs> you were cool, not me. Yeah. I've, I guess I've, so. I've gra- we've graduated to wrestling shirts. That's true. I was uh, going to buy some the other day. We're on WWE Shop or Pro yeah. Team, what were we going to buy? But you passed. Uh, well, there was a Gallows and Anderson. I look at the clearance section all the time. Oh, naturally. But Gallows and Anderson. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Eleven ninety nine. 
So I was looking at it, and then I was going to check out. I'm like, wait, this has a youth shirt. So then I look at the other one. It's like 17. And I'm like, no, screw that. Here's here's a tip for you. If, if there's ever a sale on WWE Shop, before you buy from them, check on Amazon and eBay because they have WWE Shop pages. Okay. And oftentimes, they'll, they'll be the same price. So I got the Mustache Mountain shirt. And oh, the NWO okay. shirt, it was like a $15 shirt day, but yeah. there's free shipping then. eBay's got free shipping as well as Amazon, right. so you're, okay. it's, it's a nice little thing to do. <clears throat> Retails for suckers. Remember that. There's your tip for everybody. So I got a mustache mountain and a uh, NWO Wolfpack shirt. I'm ready to go. Nice. Too sweet. Okay. So sh- iced tea. Yeah. Pimpinate, pimpinate, oh, easy God. man. Like it was kind of cool the first 20 seconds, and then it just got, I wanted to fast forward it. So before we, people don't know. <laughs> Opening match is the Godfather and D'Lo Brown versus Eric's favorite wrestler, Bill Buchanan, and the Big Boss Man in a tag team match. Mm-hmm. Ice-T comes out with them and the hose. Because the strippers. WWF Aggression CD was out and Ice-T did mm-hmm. a remix for the Godfather and then DX. I mean, there was a lot of uh, remix songs. Yeah. But Ice-T did it. Oh, speaking of that, back to WrestleMania all day yeah. with the, the aggression record. So the Run DMC performed at WrestleMania 5, mm-hmm. and they talked about it. And the Run DMC is back with us in the aggression record. And they did like a music video of DX with that song. So awesome. it's pretty cool. But yeah, the song is Ice-T saying, Pimpinate, Pimpinate, Easy Man. Pimpinate, I, Easy Man. Did you pimpinate, notice? Pimpinate, Easy Man. Did you know? I love D-Lo. I love, love D-Lo as the too. pimp. You know, shaking his head back and forth. You're looking at the real deal now. <laughs> I love it. Love D-Lo. What, I, he always says something, and I remember it, but now I forget it. When he's up on the top rope, he shakes, he his, shakes head, his head. But he says something. Well, if you guys know, let us know. Okay. PPW Podcast. Yeah, and I also loved, did you notice where the hose bit it in the red dress? Walking the cuts. It, you, she cut no. It. Oh, man. Rewatch it. She fell? Hard. Like oh, I didn't see it. Bit, like right before, right when they're in the end of I was like, watching the one where the where it was like half an inch from, you know. Sure. Uh, oh, coming off. <laughs> I'm like, wow, they got away with a lot in that, that, that time. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of getting away with a lot, a lot after the girl bit, bites it, she gets back up because she's wearing like 10-inch heels because mm-hmm. she just came from the strip club. Yeah. They went to scores to pick all these girls up. The show ends and Ice-T shouts. What does Ice-T shout to the crowd? Grab your bitches. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> and the, JR, <laughs> the king is like, hey, JR, grab your woo <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> and, and JR is like, oh, jeez, <laughs> give him a break. He was not happy with it. No, he wasn't. What'd you think of this match? First off, Godfather was crazy over. With, he was. With the hoe train, you know, yeah. running and all that. Well, before the match even starts, uh, Godfather's doing his, his slink about lighting a fatty for this and that. And then yeah. Something about, and then it gets the whole crowd into his whole thing, lets them chant. He's like, Pippin ain't easy, the whole crowd. And then uh, Jerry the King Lawler is like, oh, there's 19,766 pips here. <laughs> That's hilarious. But just de- just in the white, like everything, I, I like how the wrestlers, like a lot of the good wrestlers, I'm going to say, like put on some special um, attire for WrestleMania. Like it's yeah. only for WrestleMania. So for sure. Like him and D'Lo in the pimp white, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, all yeah, the pimp white, the sparkling pimp white is yeah. great. And first off, I don't know why the hell Bull Buchanan and Big Boss Man won. Like, why because, would they win? Weren't they part of the corporation at the time? Or was the corporation a, it a doesn't. Team? It doesn't matter. So what What was funny was uh, JR and 
the king talk about all the experience the big boss man had. Mm-hmm. And JR goes, Big boss man's got a sparkling wrestler record at WrestleMania. And I'm like, Does he? <laughs> <laughs> and so, did you look it up? I'm looking it up now because I know for a fact last year he was hung <laughs> by the rafters on a hell of a cell from The Undertaker. Uh-huh. So that's not a good start. So let's look. He was at, Wrestle- he was at WrestleMania 5. They did win. They beat the Rockers. The yeah. Twin Towers beat the Rockers. So, the, okay, he's 1 0. WrestleMania 6, he was. Who did he face WrestleMania 6? Let's see. Akeem? Uh, Is that the Twin Tower split? It might be. So, let's see here. Yes, he beat Akeem, so he's 2 0. Okay. And he beat Perfect by DQ. Okay, so 3 0. Okay, maybe JR was right. Was, <laughs> was he at WrestleMania 8? I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think that would have been. So, he's 3 0, WrestleMania 8. He was not a WrestleMania 8. So next event would have been what? WrestleMania 15, right? Yeah. Next time he came back. I guess. He's well, three, 3 and 1. 3 and 1. So Jerry was 4 and 1 after this. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I guess I thought I was just kind of confused because of the being hung the year before. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why they won. The match itself was fine. It was fun, entertaining. The crowd was ready I, I, to go. I, lo- I forgot how much I love The Godfather and D'Lo. Just everything that they did and the the, the animation between like the Ho Train, how, <laughs> how uh, Godfather is like in the middle of the ring. He's like, chugga, chugga, chugga. He's like doing his little run uh-huh. before he like does the Ho Train slam in the corner. Mm-hmm. Just everything was fun. Okay. Uh, next up after this match, we've got Triple H and Steph in the back. Steph's looking good here, I think. Oh yeah, I thought so. Yeah, she's got that nice like backless shirt, mm-hmm. which means she's curly not, hair. Yeah, she's ready to go. She got a women's title to the champs. I liked it. McMahon Helmsley era, first uh, McMahon mm-hmm. Helmsley era WrestleMania. And then we've got the Hardcore Battle Royal. Before that, Tim White's going over the rules with everybody. This match was a mess, but yeah. it was it was it would, there's no reason it should have been 15 minutes. 10 minutes would have been fine. It was fun, but it I was, was a confused mess. by Battle Royal because I thought a Battle Royal had different rules. But what else are you going to call it when you got this many people like for 15 minutes fighting each other? Yeah, you got the Mean Street Posse gushing blood all over the place. <laughs> they were hardcore. They were. Pete Gas, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then you asked me a question yeah. earlier, and I told you to ask me it again. I'll tell you a story. So what was your question you had oh, for me? Oh, so I this? asked you. Well, I was watching this for the second time this week. Okay. I said, would you rather get smashed in the face by JR's candy candy? Di- Candy jar, which by happens, Taz. which happens to Crash Holly, and okay, um, or no, no, and or would you rather get slammed in the head with a cookie sheet by JBL? He laid him in. He did, and I told you I would rather get hit with a cookie sheet, and I'll yeah. tell you why. Those things don't hurt at all because I know this <laughs> because back in the day I had my own backyard wrestling league called uh-huh. the Extreme Wrestling Federation, a.k.a. the EWF. And that's one of the things we use. We use that and a popcorn tin. Okay. Maybe you don't like, you don't like the Christmas popcorn tins yeah. you get? So the lid of that was great because it sounded good. You whacked the hell out of everybody. It didn't do much damage. It doesn't do though. anything because it's so thin and it sounds good and looks brutal. What's funny is the only, one of the only times we, we got hurt a couple times doing this backyard wrestling thing, mm-hmm. which was not like seriously hurt, but the biggest injury happened when I took, my friend was like maybe 15 feet away from me, and he was kind of kneeling, like selling to get back oh, up. Oh, yeah. And I took the popcorn tin and threw it like a Frisbee, nailed him square <laughs> the nose. <laughs> and he goes, oh, 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 like we had to cut it. <laughs> you were recording? <laughs> yes. <You're> like, cut. <laughs> I wasn't cutting. I threw it at him. Someone else oh, okay. was recording. 
him square in the nose. Like, and you know when you get popped in the nose, like you get the tingles and your yeah. eyes water. Right. So he just got popped square in the face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were hardcore. Yeah. Steve's <laughs> hardcore. Steve's hardcore. Steve's <laughs> hardcore. So the finish of this match is a mess because Hardcore Holly pins Crash, who's the hardcore champion, but Crash gets his shoulder up. I don't know if they screwed this finish up or what happened, but eventually they give the belt to Hardcore Holly. Yeah. So I need to correct myself. It wasn't Taz, Taz that smashed the, no. the candy thing. It was Hardcore Holly. Right. Taz had Crash in the... In the Taz mission. In the Taz mission. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I liked it later where J- King was like, Jerry, that was your candy jar. He's like, what? You <laughs> <laughs> saw Mad's candy's gone. I want my candy. <laughs> Why is he an old, like, Because that's how he talks. He's an old uh, Southerner. Oh, man. And then we go to... Uh, the preview of WrestleMania Access. Can we talk uh, about how insane it would have been to be there? All the star sign autographs. And it, it, was, was, it was so like small, so much smaller and more intimate. Yeah. I would have loved to be there. See the Rock, Stone Cold, The Undertaker, Trish Stratus before she like broke out on her own with uh, um, TNA. Yeah, and I thought you were gonna say before she changed the look of her face. <laughs> no, no, before she broke out like on her own. Yeah, yeah, and like, she was just like the side, you know, the Val eye Venus? candy with them. Val Venus was there. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Nuts, the amount of stars. I cannot believe that. Uh, then we got our next matchup, which is TNA. Speaking of Trish, Test and Albert defeated Head Cheese, Al Stone, Steve Blackman with Chester McCheeserton. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you go over what happened here with this match with this piece of cheese, guy in a cheese suit? Well, the match I thought was just pretty bad. I love Steve Blackman. When I, was I like his music. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I mean, they just came out because uh, Al Snow, they were in the back backstage before they came out to the thing, and Al Snow was like peeking in his uh, stall because they're in the bathroom. Right. And Steve's like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, don't worry about it. He's like, you better not be doing anything. He's like, no, 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 I'm, you know, we'll, we'll be fine. So then he comes out, and then he, he says, Steve, I know you know we're going to work this out, and we're going to introduce to you Cheesy McCheeserton. And it looks like the guy from... Uh, Chester McCheeserton. What did right. I say? Yeah, Chester. You said Cheesy McCheeserton. It's cheesy. It's it is. It's a cheesy guy. So he comes out in like a wedge of cheese, like a costume, and he's got his butt like cut out. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. So then he's like, head cheese, and he's smacking his butt, head cheese, uh-huh. trying to get the crowd into it. I don't think Steve liked the whole head cheese thing, did he? He was not a fan. Yeah. He was not a fan. So the match was okay. And then at the end of it, who won that one? Who won the match? Yeah. What do you think won? You know, you got the notes out. Oh, TNA wins? Yeah. yeah TNA wins. Yes, because remember, after the match, <laughs> Chester McCheeserton gets kicked by Steve Blackman. <laughs> Chester McCheeserton yeah. gets kicked. It's brutal, man. Right. I didn't take a whole lot of notes on this match. You didn't, you didn't break down the Chester McCheeserton no, match? Not. Okay. So what else you got? What's up next on your notes? Well, I got uh, May. They're doing a little backstage segment. May is going to be in the corner of the cat for this uh, yes cat fight. Mm-hmm. So May Young is going to be in the corner of the cat, and um, Moolah is going to be in the corner of, uh, what was her name? Terry Reynolds. Terry. Yes. So they're in back, and mm-hmm. the, the cat is strategically getting things placed in front of her, even though she's completely so naked. So she's naked back there. Yes. Yeah. And what would you think of that? <laughs> It was it was fun, yeah. I mean, it reminded me of the the scenes from um, Austin Powers, right? They kind of hid their body parts behind glass. My favorite was the two water bottles, yeah. And then also, uh, where Mae Young's got the 
the little cat the sweater. Little, little cat sweater. She's like, oh, yeah, look at that. It's nice and fuzzy, isn't it? A little fuzzy thing down there. Yeah. And JR is like, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> JR, I think the king was like that, not JR. Oh, that's what <laughs> It'd be funny if the JR king. was like that. All right. So next up, we've got who? The uh, the best Dud- match of the well, show? Dudley's backstage, and they go to the match. Right, which is these, this ladder match. Yeah. Edge and Christian, E&C versus the Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys. So Dudley Boys um, gave up their titles. Not that they gave them up, but they gave them to an official before this whole event so they could hang them up on yes. the, above the ladders. Yes. This Now, this was just a ladder match. It was not a TLC match. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. After, we'll we'll kind of go down some of our favorite spots in the match, but after you watched it, out of the ones they've had, this one, the one at SummerSlam, the one at WrestleMania 17, which one's the best one for you? I would have to rewatch the other ones. Yeah. I mean, this one was pretty good. The so, first one, I don't know. The first time I watched this, like, recently. Right. I'm not a big fan of ladder matches. Okay. Like, multi-people ladder matches, too much crash and burn stuff, and... The second time I watched, I appreciated more because I knew what to expect on and what spots to look forward to. Mm-hmm. But the first run through was like, it's kind of bad. Like I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, you're not <laughs> a fan of this match. I, really, it, it doesn't do it for me. Okay, like the spots, but I mean, it's just like they're so ridiculous. Like why? Why would you hurt yourself this much just to get a spot? It's Jeff Hardy's deal. I know, and then Edge and Christian and, and what about, Dudley's. I mean, what everybody's about, just like technically killing themselves just to, just to get a reaction. Do you remember at the time what you were thinking, or what? I like, don't think I liked it then either. Really? Yeah. Okay. I remember at the time when we were watching this match at my buddy's house, we were blown away. It was like, oh yeah. my god! And I remember a couple things that stick out to me, and this is just so funny. It sticks out to me because recently. I show my daughter, who's three, the Mighty Ducks, mm-hmm. and she liked it. So we got to see D2. And obviously, this is the Arrowhead Pond, so they've got the giant Mighty Ducks logo in the in the rafters. Okay. And during Jeff's uh, swanton from the giant ladder through yeah. the table, all I focus on in the background is that damn Mighty Ducks logo really? <laughs> up in the okay. rafters. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about who won? Because I remember when we saw this, we figured for sure the Hardys would win. I we did, were, too. We were shocked Edge and Christian won it. Yeah. But I've seen enough of the little recaps out of this, like, over the years. Yeah. And, like, little, you know, um, whatever you call them before matches and, you know, the best moments of ladder matches uh-huh. and blah, blah, blah. And I remember seeing Edge and Christian standing up on the top of the tables. But getting close to the end of the match, I th- and, and the Hardys, like, kind of going after mm-hmm. the uh, Edge and Christian that's already on the ladders getting onto the table and then Matt Hardy and the other Hardy, you know, kind of follow him. Yeah. I, I think this one is kind of like a little bit like where the Shawn Michaels razor match at the time was incredible, Yeah, but it's still great, but it's just, the bar keeps going higher and higher for it. But I don't know. I still, mm-hmm. I still thought it was fun. And again, at the time when I was a kid, it blew my mind that this match existed. <laughs> yeah. When I was 16 or 17 years old. So, uh, next matchup we got here is, you know, how do you follow up a ladder match? You follow it up with Terry Reynolds versus the Cat. That's right. And have a popcorn match. I don't understand the rules of this match. I was so just, confused. Uh, first girl that gets thrown out of the ring. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't make any sense because it wasn't over the top rope. It was just over the no. ring. I, and then they start stripping each other at the end. Yeah. Another thing is, oh, Val Venus is the referee for this match, by the way, of the Cat. With the referee towel. Yes, he has a striped referee towel, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. Um, let's break this match down here in a second. I've been live recording just a quick clip for anyone on the Twitter. There's a few guys on there. So what's up, everybody that's listening? We're going to stop it here and go ahead and uh, finish the show. You can listen to the show tomorrow. But before I do that, 
Here you can see over my shoulder. Here's some wrestling stuff. Check it out. <laughs> and here, whoops, that's me. And here is Hogan. Oops, Raj Ben's detective feedback. Hold on. I think something screwed up there. And over there is Hogan Knows Best on the wall. But yeah, we'll end it on Hogan Knows Best. Uh, anyway, this match was confusing for a few reasons. Where's Hogan Knows Best? Right behind you. Oh, oh, I thought you were recording. No, no, over there. Um, one, it was confusing because the fabulous Moolah is in Terry's corner fine, mm-hmm. but Mae Young is supposed to be helping the cat, and she keeps distracting Val yeah. Venus by like making out with him. Yeah. I also feel like we're taking too much time breaking down this match. <laughs> this match was dumb. It was dumb, but it was fun, right? Well, so far, every match has a story, so there's that. Okay. You know, back in the day, you know, that's what brought you to the dance. <laughs> we were, we had to have been interested in this match at the time, right? I guess. I See guess. some uh, young ladies and half-naked? Yes. Cat fighting? Yeah, the, Terry Rollins ends up winning because... Yeah. She's uh, what's her name is distracted, or Valvius is distracted by yeah. Mae Young, and then after the match, the cat rips the clothes off of Terry, which everybody's happy about. Oh, for sure. I, the cat, when I was younger, like she was like the one I was like the most like into. The cat, huh? During this time, it was it went from like Sunny, and I also thought you know was what? Black hair cat or the blonde cat? Black hair cat, okay. I think. And you know, you're going for the naughty one, maybe. And I think it's be- I liked her because she was always naked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're a 16, 17-year-old kid. Of course, right? that's, that's what you're gravitating towards. For sure. And also, you know who else I thought I liked I, a lot? China. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a flawless China. China. She you, looked a lot better this year than she did when she first came out. Okay, that's fair. But the one I was into was Ivory. Yeah, Ivory. I had a little got, scarf. She's got a little, uh, little spunk to her. Yeah, I liked it. Up, oh, forced. That's my dog. She's dreaming. i got to wake her up. She's chasing rabbits. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. And also Ryan Shamrock. Remember Ryan Shamrock? Yeah. Ken Shamrock's. I was big into Tori of the uh, DX. X-Bot really? Tori. I thought she was smoking you like, hot. You like that bodysuit she wore? Hell yeah. I mean, you know, we're young kids. Everybody's smoke show now. Now we're now I'm just like, oh, she's an awesome wrestler. She's cute, but she's an awesome <laughs> wrestler, you know? That's how it is. That's how it is. Appreciates the fine in-ring mechanics. Speaking of appreciating, Mm -hmm. we now go to something called the Ultimate WrestleMania Contest Winners. And this is a thing where the day of WrestleMania, I don't know what the rules of the contest were exactly, how you won, but you entered and they would show up at your house with a private limousine, bring you on a private jet and fly out to Mania that day. So they knock on the door and somebody answers with like a shirt. She's got a cigarette in her hand, a shirt that says <laughs> rock, and then her husband's got a sleeveless stone cold shirt. She's pretty cute too. Bridget? Yeah, Bridget? I mean, Bridget if you, Binder. If you're into crack, you should, for sure. <laughs> she didn't, didn't show her teeth. They were too messed out. But That's all right. Like, I, I felt like if you were to think of like a stereotypical wrestling family, uh-huh. fans, they found them. You know? They could have done worse, though. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I mean, they're both, they were decent-looking people. Yeah, they, were in, you know, they weren't like crazy overweight or obese or anything yeah. like that. But how imagine getting to fly in a private jet. They're in Pennsylvania, from Pennsylvania to California. Oh, yeah. And sit front row at Mania. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It'd be banana. Like if someone did this to me, I'd be like, "Well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get my phone charger. I gotta, I gotta do this." <laughs> they just went up and left. Yeah, they didn't have all that crap back then. <laughs> no, they weren't gonna be Snapchatting or Instagramming or live tweeting or any crap right. like that at all. Yeah, and they show them they're there front row. So they, they got, got their old uh, Mavica Sony camera with a three and a half inch disc, <laughs> three and a- where they could take like ten pictures. Ah <laughs> oh, man. And then we've They're got from Allentown, Pennsylvania. I did take that note. Yes. And next up, we've got China and Too Cool with Grandmaster Sex Ain't Sky Too Hottie versus the Radicals. <laughs> Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, and Perry Saturn. Pre match, Eddie's doing like a promo. Ooh, she wants me, baby. Yeah. How great is Eddie Guerrero? I love Eddie. He's so great. I I don't know. I just just how him and his interaction with China, like flirting yes. with her, was just so funny. Mamacita. Yeah. And just like at the beginning of the match, he's kind of sitting in the corner. He's like making eyes with her and like winking at her and smiling. <laughs> it was fun. I liked it a lot. And this match itself was fine. Yeah. But good lord, was the warm over? Holy, yeah, like, ridiculous. Like I here's another thing. Like Otis from Heavy Machinery. Yeah. He'll, he'll do like the worm. Uh huh. So it's kind of gotten a little bit over with him. So I'm like, okay, you know, it's cool. It's a little thing to Scotty Too Hottie. And I don't remember Scotty Too Hottie like being this over. Yeah. He was totally over. Too like, cool. Like, he just looks around. He's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> there was like, yeah. oh, there's His what? eyes. He's got the eyes. He's, like, he's doing uh, the job. He's like, what? Are they, w- do they spell worm? Oh, yeah. R, M, then, who, who, who. <laughs> yeah. And he splashes them. And the whole crowd is into it. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, he comes back now. He's getting that crazy pop that yeah. he's a worm. But it, they were so good. Too cool. The music. I love the music. I love the dancing. Mm-hmm. Brian Christopher, whatever, like the running man, and he would like do his little running man thing. They were kind of the original like New Day, where it's like there's the goofy gimmick that wasn't supposed to get over, and like they were supposed to be heels, and everyone's like, no, we love you guys, or we hate you guys, but like we're going to be so charismatic that you have to love us. Yeah. Uh, And the hip hop drop where he goes, where Brian Christopher, Grandmaster Sexay. Yeah, Sexay. As Ross says. He goes to the top, he wipes his goggles. Like everything that they did was just like comedic. Oops. You all right there? You got some oil in your hands? Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Grandmaster Sex 8 and Brian Christopher in China win this match. Yeah. Poor radicals coming in. I felt bad for Dean. Like, he's he's getting, because Dean's, obviously, he's a great wrestler. Yeah. And he's just getting schooled by China. I'm mm-hmm. like, come on. <laughs> and then Perry Saturn and then Eddie. It was and, just a sad night. And then we have another great match, Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho versus Kurt Angle yep. in the European Intercontinental title match. Prior to the match, we have awesome Kurt Angle telling the guy, he's like, I'm the Eurocontinental champion, which means I Euro for European and Intercontinental <laughs> for Intercontinental. And he wants some extra security. He does. The guy's <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> what did he say he would give him if he helped him out? He gave, told me he'd give him I something. I, I wish I would have wrote it down. Mm-hmm. But he's like, if you do a great, you do this for me, there's a little something in it for you. Or no, he told me he'd sign, he told me I'd sign a couple autographs for, for you. your kids. <laughs> for your kids. <laughs> Poor Kurt gets screwed, loses both of his titles in one night. Yeah. Oh man, but this is a great match. It's a, it's it's forgotten. It's it's went away because of Benoit, but it's it's a good match. It's a fun technical match. You know, you're, Chris Jericho, by the way, was supposed to be in the main event originally in this fiddle four way before Foley got inserted into it. Even on the network, the uh, the, the graphic, post, yeah, it's got Jericho on yeah. there. So he was the original supposed to be in there for the main event. I didn't like Jericho like the first year or two with wwe you don't like him now either apparently no no no. his podcast i used to like it but it's just too much of him just talking about himself and and 
Fozzie and other stuff. I'm just and him going, "Wow, really? Yeah, really." Like he feigns interest in everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to. Yeah, but I do. I do like Jericho the last you know five or six years. Yeah, when he cut his hair and started doing the more serious gimmick. But watching him now, now appreciating him and going back and seeing this, he was he was amazing. Like I loved it back. I love looking back at him and, and appreciating what he did back then. Mm-hmm. He's like, I may not walk out of here with two titles. I may not walk out of here with one title, but I will walk out as the Ayatollah of <laughs> rock and roll. <laughs> Everybody cheers him. <laughs> yeah, man. Then we've got a kind of odd tag match, but this is where you got pumped. I did. When the King of Rock starts playing. Mm-hmm. Kanan Rikishi with Paul Bear faced the Road Dog and X-Pac. Who knew the Road Dog still be on Raw? Wrestling. Everyone's calling the road dog Fred Durst on Raw. <laughs> you see that? He's got a little bit of a belly. No, because he looked like Fred Durst. He had like a Portland Trailblazers jersey and like a hat, a forward-facing red hat. Everyone's mm-hmm. calling him Fred Durst. Uh, Kane and Rikishi win. I have no recollection of why the hell Kane and Rikishi were wrestling together. Do you? I don't. Okay, I think we spent enough time on that. <laughs> then you got the Pete Rose. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Game. Yeah, he was the gobbledygooker, which is a good... For the San Diego Chicken, but he wasn't. Right, the, he wasn't right. the San Diego Chicken though, because when Kane, atta- <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> so after this match, Rikishi, too cool, Brian Christopher and, and uh, Scotty Tohadi, they come down and get Kishi to dance with them. They give him the yellow glasses, and Kishi's yeah. like, all of a sudden, he's part of Too Cool again. They're doing <laughs> whatever the song is. <laughs> Light it up. I'm gonna play Too Cool for you. Yeah. Okay. You so they're so the, the crowd really wants to three, see the three of them dance again. So I guess they weren't together for a little bit. So it's almost like a reunion. And then there's a San Diego chicken there that everybody thought uh, was Pete Rose. And the San Diego chicken, he gets in on the dancing too. And Kane and Paul Bear are just like standing by watching them dance. You got it yet? No. This is what happens when we try to do this live. <laughs> we'll do it live. Jim Johnston. Jim Johnston probably made that, right? I hope so. Uh, I'm not going to look for this. <laughs> All right. So anyway, after the song is over, they're done dancing. Kane attacks the San Diego chicken, which is just some other guy. Pete Rose climbs in behind Kane with a baseball bat to try to hit Kane. Kane turns around and choke slams him. <laughs> so that's how Pete Rose got in, into this WrestleMania again. The song, remember that show My Brother and Me? My no. Nickelodeon? No? Grow up. My brother and me. Sounds like this. My brother and me. <laughs> well, listen to this. Okay, now a jam. I'm... No, keep it going. No, I'm going to play my brother and me theme song. <laughs> I never heard of my brother and me. Really? It was on Nickelodeon. No. The PPW podcast. The only show where you were here, my brother and me. Compared to my way. What's that? That's it. I don't know what they say. That's what I thought they said. Here we go. Here's my brother and me. Eh, it wasn't close. Sorry. No. <laughs> this is a good song, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Turn it up. Turn it up. Remember that part in the Too Cool? I do. Turn it up. And just and this, this is a great part of the show. It is. Okay. Next up, we've got our main event. We're oh. going to be playing theme songs from our phone. What, are you going to be playing the King of Rock again? No. You're going to listen to that in the way home, aren't you? I am. I'm going to turn it up. <laughs> turn get, my bass up Turn to it level up. Five. Turn it up. You get pulled over. <laughs> Cops like, what are you listening to? You remember DX's theme with the Run DMC? He's like, oh, yeah, From man. WrestleMania 2000. He's like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Of course like, he does. 
Uh, before the main event, what I like Get to... Get out of the car, sir. <laughs> <laughs> You've been drinking, haven't you? I Maybe. saw that, that goose 312. 312. 312. Before we started the show, we put, we opened up a couple 312 Goose Island beers, and I was telling Eric one time I was at the United Center, which is where the Bulls and Blackhawks play, and the guy in front of me and my buddy was at the beer line. He's like, well, let me try one of them 312s. <laughs> like, you, you idiot. Uh, anyway, like I was trying to say, I liked how The Rock put over how important the title was mm-hmm. and how big of a deal it was. Like to I do. liked how there was a McMahon in every corner. Really? A lot of people hated that. I don't care You're what in. other people think. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I mean, it makes perfect sense. You got four McMahons and you got a four-way. Poor Shane got stuck with the big show. That sucked. Right. I wish Big Show lasted longer. <laughs> he was out. <laughs> he was out in like three minutes. He was. But he, hey, he, he, can, he gets to say what a lot of people don't say. He was in the WrestleMania main event. Yeah. Not a lot of people were, and he was. That's Same, true. Mick Foley. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk. For CM Punk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Mick Foley gets eliminated. And then it's basically what it should have been, which is The Rock and Triple H. Yeah. And they've got great chemistry. You know? They do. And what do you think of the ending here where Vince screws The Rock over? And joins with Triple H and Stephanie and all that. I, th- I remember everybody was pissed. Okay, were you? I was probably mad too, but I, I don't think I was as mad as like other people were that mm-hmm. I was watching it with. I wasn't mad. I, we were all kind of like, I, I think the thought we see we were also big Vince and Shane fans. Yeah, like as for kids, like we just loved them. We thought they were hilarious. So we were like. Oh, Vince got us again type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Because how have we not learned not to trust Vince ever? How close to this was the Royal Rumble where he turned on Stone Cold, or turned on Rock to go with Stone Cold? Was this that same year or is it like a year or two a after? Rock to go with Stone Cold. Yeah, it was, weren't they the last two in a Rumble? And Who were you talking about? Oh, the Rock and Stone Cold. And then Vince came out and hit someone in the head. No, that was Rumble 90. Are you talking about where Vince won the Rumble in 99? I don't remember. I just remember he came out and was going to, he was supposed to go with The Rock and then he was supposed to forget it. Okay, good. Probably a good plan. <laughs> but yeah, I think after, when this happened, like I said, we were just kind of like, oh, he got us again. But I don't understand why they didn't just let The Rock win here. Because yeah. he won the title the next month mm-hmm. on the pay per view. So I don't, because they did the Iron Man match, right? Yeah. I believe, or maybe, but I, my facts are, my facts are a little phasey, <laughs> or hazy here. Plus it's late. Uh, I don't know. I just it's kind of weird, but it's. It, to I, thought me, it was, I thought it was a strange ending. It was, but I didn't. It didn't like ruin it for me. Like I've heard so many people over the years like complain about this main event and this pay per view. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it was great, and it still is. Like you watched it a few times. It's just so much yeah. fun to bring you back to that time, and it's not the peak of the Attitude Era. It's not the start of it. It's right in the middle. You know, yeah. it's right in the middle of let's freaking go. We're kicking ass. We got all the top stars. Only Austin's missing. But he was still at, at WrestleMania fan access. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Austin was here. He'd been made in a four-way with Austin in there. It'd be yeah. nuts. But either way, it was a great show and a fun main event. Any final thoughts on the show itself before we give it a, a letter grade for what we think? Or 8 out of 10 or 10 out of 10, where we want to give it? Other than it just brought back a lot of good memories for me to watch it. Yeah. And then to watch it again and just, I don't know. just Did it bring you right back to that basement? Watching it brought me at that the, party. It brought me back to my feelings about the characters. Like I loved Scotty Too Hotty. I loved Tori and X Pac together. I, I loved the Run DMC DX song. I liked The Godfather and D'Lo Brown. And it's just so 
Big Show, the big nasty bastard. The big nasty bastard. <laughs> yeah, I liked him. Uh, mankind, just I don't know, just so many different things I liked about it. Well, good. I'm glad it brought you back. Yeah. For me, it brought me back to that that the spare room in the house mm-hmm. with my buddies watching it. It brought me back to like one the the WrestleMania 2000 video game. It brought me back to the just just the hype of being a fan. It, this was also the time where it was okay to be a wrestling fan yeah. because it was so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, 98 was kind of the start of it, but it just kept going. So it just brought me back to that time. And again, like we talked about earlier, you get the pizza, you get some soda, yeah. you get some pop. This was the same year that uh, I, I dated a girl, and she liked wrestling too. So a we gr- so, a girl, yeah. cool. <laughs> so no, so we went to one of the WWF shows, and it was such a good time. And it's like when you were talking about you know wrestling was more acceptable, and, and a lot of people liked it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think any girl I knew liked wrestling. I think about it like in high school. Yeah. I don't think anyone I knew did. Why didn't you stay with that girl? What what, what happened? What what happened? <laughs> was she a Goldberg fan? <laughs> oh, that's a long story. I don't want to talk about it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to bring up some nerves for you. You have much more. It's not like you got divorced from her. No, I didn't. Did you? Was this the one that got away? Yeah. The wrestling fan that got away. Yeah. Let's go find her. What's her name? Let's look her up on Facebook. I'm like, not telling you. Like that kid that you crushed. Let's look him up. Let's <laughs> look up Chris Broderick. <laughs> Eric Sanchez, this is your life. <laughs> going to do that live on the podcast. Oh, don't do it. Okay, overall, out of 10, what would you give <clears throat> the show? I give it a 7. 7 out of 10, so a C. Sure. Okay, I'm going to give I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 because I wanted to give it a B. Again, not because of the match quality, but for me personally, and mm-hmm. it brings me back to that that special time. And also, the way I look at wrestling is weird because I don't necessarily look at it all the time as black and white of how were the matches good, was the stories good, where was it going, all that stuff. Yeah. It, it to me, it matters. Did I have a good time watching it? Was wrestling fun? Because mm-hmm. that's what it's all about for me. Is it was it fun? And it was. And I don't know. It was it was the eight out of ten for me. Would have been a ten out of ten if uh, the cat won. <laughs> if, she her, if she had her top pulled off. Yeah, if those water bottles were out of the way <laughs> during her segment with Mool, or May Young. Get Mool and May Young. Water bottles out of the way. Yes, that would have been a ten out of ten. This was a fun show. Uh, if I were to watch this again, just to think back, like all the 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 fun parts of it. Yeah. I mean, there would be some stuff I'd definitely fast forward through. Like, sure. That main event was way too long. <laughs> yes, the it four was. Way. It was. Like, they could cut about, you know, 25 minutes out of that. Match. 25 minutes? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was almost uh, almost an hour. It was like 50 minutes. I don't think it was that long. Well, it was pretty long. It, it, got, it, 30, got it was 36 minutes. After intros and all the other stuff. It got pretty boring for a while. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. Again, it, I was kind of half paying attention watching it too because I was yeah. doing something on my computer, so that might have been why. But it was—it's great. If uh, you had to pull two matches out of it, what what could you do without the hardcore match? Because it was fifteen minutes. I like the hardcore match. I guess that's right. I'll keep it. I'll just shorten it. I, I got to pull two. I have to pull two matches. Yeah. Because there's, I think, nine. Could I keep the intro to? Godfather and D'Lo. No. <laughs> but get rid of the match. Yeah, you can keep the intro. Okay. Grab your bitches. <laughs> We're going to keep... <laughs> Even the Test and Albert versus Head Cheese made me laugh. Yeah. So we're going to keep that. 
You got to keep Terrier and the cat. You got to keep the China and too cool because yeah. of the dance. You got to keep that fatal match. I guess Rikishi and Kane versus DX and Roadhog, but then you wouldn't get to hear the King of Rock who. True. So you got to keep that. The King of Rock who? <laughs> <laughs> King of Rock what? And then the main events. You got to keep them all. All right. You got to keep them all. You see what I'm saying, guys? I, I do see what you're saying. See what I'm saying there? Every, I, I would, there's, I would, there's something quality about everything. There's something great to enjoy about everyone in this match. Even if even if you hated that cat fight match, yeah. you got Val Venus and a referee towel. You can't beat that. That's true. And it was sparkly. Yes, it was like it was like leathery, plastic leathery. leathery. It was like if you go to like uh, if you want to buy your lady like a lingerie, we don't got any money, so you go to like Spencer's buy a referee and, towel. Yeah, you go to Spencer Gifts. It's got that crappy thing in there. You ever go to Spencer Gifts? I haven't been to Spencer Gifts in like twenty years. I was there recently, looking for uh, a drinking game thing oh, I for like you were looking for like a sex card. Like no a birthday cards. No, I'm hey stud muffin. <laughs> I guess yeah, we do that too. But I was walking in, and this is a while ago, and not a while ago, it's a few months, and all the Christmas stuff was on clearance. So I was kind of looking, and like they've got like stomach. Who would buy this stuff? Like a t-shirt yeah. says "Merry effing Christmas," but it says "fucking effing." And uh, like I was walking by, and lady goes, "Oh, you know all the Christmas stuff, seventy five percent off." I'm like, "Okay." She's like, "You can get this. It's very cute," and picks up like a, a Christmas like nighty. But it was like basically just like two pasties and like an eye patch, and you got it. <laughs> yeah, right. I brought that home more. Like, who's that for? Her? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe I should go Come back on. get that. But I was just like, don't. It's like, probably still there. It probably <laughs> 90% is ninety percent off. Yeah, but she's like, yeah, this is very cute. I'm like, why are you showing this to me? <laughs> like, could you try it on? <laughs> I don't really see how cute it is. A model from Spencer used to have wrestling stuff back in the day. They did. That was like the place to go for posters and things like that. I was going to say posters. Yeah, po- the blacklight posters. Did you ever have blacklight in your house? I did. Your room? Oh, you yep. dork. And I had, what do you mean? I had some cool posters. <laughs> I had much a Doors we... poster and I had a did Pantera poster. Do you even like the Doors? I did. I don't like the Doors. Yeah. Your Pantera? Okay, that's cool. Pantera had a blacklight poster? Yeah. I remember the big blacklight poster was like Jimi Hendrix, like his like portrait. I, yeah, a big I remember one. that. My mom bought me a poster from Spencer Gift once, but she grabbed the wrong one. It was supposed to be a... Uh, what was it? Uh, like a, a band poster. I think it was the Ramones because I okay. told her I wanted it. And she grabbed the wrong one and unrolled it. And it was this thing that says, Pimpin' Wholesale since 1989 <laughs> or whatever. It's just, like a picture of a pimp. And I was like, why should you buy me this? He said, oh, Trey. And she's like, she's like, oh, it was the wrong damn poster. I'm like, well, I'll just keep it. And I put it up my wall in my room. <laughs> so you were the cool one. When your friends came over, like, damn, Steve got that whole poster. Right, exactly. I was like, why would you buy this? Oh, I well. Cross my arms. Yeah, Forrest is bugging. She's like, guys, it's time for bed. So on that note, the Spencer gift posters, anything else you want to talk about? Any wrestling stuff going on? No, I've just been watching, uh, you know, all the new stuff for WWE. Yeah, as, as we came on the air, and then it was announced that Kenny Omega's with AEW. So you said, screw Kenny Omega. My like, jeez, guy. <laughs> I was joking. I like Kenny and Omega. And I said, F Kenny Omega. I like Kenny Omega. And there's, I hope people don't stop watching New Japan because there's a lot of good stuff going on there, yeah. too. Uh, there's uh, Jay White versus Tanahashi is going to be the main event coming up in the next big show. So I'm going to check that out as well. I like Jay White. Switchblade. Yeah. I think he's a cool character. He still reminds me of, of an like a B, B-grade actor. Okay. Every time I hear Jay White, I go online trying to find this guy, but I don't remember what movies he was in. One of these days, I'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, now, now I know what you're talking about, so it's going to bug me. Yeah. I kind of get it. 
Now, guys, if you want to let us know who the B great actor Jay White is, please tweet us at PPW Podcast. <laughs> uh, follow, I guess I've racked my brain for the last year. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. Please subscribe on iTunes. Leave a review; would be really appreciated. Thanks for your patience. We're going to try to get more shows out. It's really independent of my schedule. This is episode sixty-nine. We'll try to get episode seventy out in the next week or so. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but I will figure it out. I'll keep you updated on Steve thoughts if I do those. Eric has encur- <laughs> Eric has encouraged I'm, me to I'm do in. that. You to I'm do in that. for Steve thoughts. If you're in for Steve thoughts, let me know for my thoughts on Hogan knows best and random wrestling tapes or items or whatever it is that I come across. Let mm-hmm. me know. Is this going to be like the dark Steve? No, it's not going to be anything complaining. It's just going to be like okay. just random ridiculous because wrestling's so ridiculous as it is, yeah. and that's what I love so much about it is how ridiculous it is. And mm-hmm. you know, I'll never take wrestling so serious. Because I just, it's just so ridiculous and so yeah. much fun, you know. Uh, follow us on Twitter, PPW Podcast. Let me know what your WrestleMania plans are. That's coming up in a few weeks. I'll see everybody there in New York, New Jersey, Brooklyn. We'll all be around there. We'll all be meeting up. If you say hi to me, I'll buy you a beer. Just not a Do you have any beer. places that you know you're going to go to? Like you've been there before? As far as like bars or restaurants? Yeah. No, I have oh. no idea. I know once I know for the, once I know soon, like close to the days, I will do it. Like I said, the only thing I know is I'm staying at the same hotel WrestleCon's at, so I'll be around there most of the time. Oh, okay. And if you're going to WrestleCon, good chance I'll be around there somewhere. WrestleCon's a fun time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will Can I tell you something real quick? Of course. Okay. So I saw this tweet. I thought it resonated well with us. Okay. So it says wrestling is Who's a, it from? It's um, You got talking to the mic, too. Clint Beastwood at James Vanderbeek, J-A-I-M-S-V-A-N. The guy from Varsity Blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not that guy. It's just okay. spelled different. It says, wrestling is the best thing ever. You want action? Wrestling. You want drama? Wrestling. You want comedy? Wrestling. You want science fiction? Wrestling. You want to see undead direct funeral director's brother electrocute a billionaire's <laughs> son's testicles? Wrestling. <laughs> So then it, that led me down the path of like ridiculous storylines. Yes. That, maybe that'll be our next show. Yeah. Ridiculous storylines. Okay. I'm so, in. So hold on to those. We'll, we'll start ridiculous storylines that we loved. We'll talk about yeah. those next week. I think it's a good idea for a show. Okay. So everyone look forward to that. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for your patience. I really appreciate all the listens, the downloads, the follows, the tweets, the replies. Keep them coming. It's what makes all this fun. And that's what wrestling is all about is fun. And apparently dead morticianers. Brothers, sons, undead funeral director, brother, electrocute a billionaire, son's testicles. That's it. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. (laughs) 